What's up, guys? Welcome to the first ever episode 200 of the Kind of Funny Games cast. I'm Tim Geddes, as always, joined by one of the coolest dudes in video games, Greg Miller. I had a cup of coffee and I put a giant thing of chocolate in it, and it was good. I'll tell you what, I drank it too fast on the pre-show, and you are in for a treat. Listeners, if you miss Game Scoop era, Greg Miller from 2008, 2009, I am percolating on something right now. Oh my god, yeah, Yeah, that was all pre-show content uh, where Greg Miller had not one, not two, not three, but four bits planned. Uh, that he did were any of them actual bits? T- okay, no. so the third one was a great bit. The other t- three that added up to the four, not that. Did great. you just flip off the audience? No, I was counting. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. And oh. uh, once again, joining us, the Reverend Jared Petty. Hi, glad to be here. Don't oh man, episode two hundred. Look, yep. look how far we've come. What and an extravaganza! I, I really can't wait for for the uh, the, the the dancers the, to get here. Yeah, background behind the celebration. Us. The wall's mm-hmm. going to open up, and the, the Temple of Zool rises up out of a giant refrigerator behind us. We got yeah. this whole stage show planned. Mm-hmm. We're going to bring in some of the luminaries of the industry. Remember those three guys at the beginning of the Game Awards? You want to bring up Miyamoto now? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Is he here? Yeah, he's Miyamoto, right come here. on. Oh wait, no, you don't want to do that, Tim. I'm sorry. No, not yet. Nothing. Nothing for the episode. You can stay there. No, this is a blue collar. It is. And have we yeah, ever made a big deal about any of the numbers? No. Except for 69. Yes. yes, you have. And 100. Yeah, we did. Yeah. 69 was a fun one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. Oh, man. We're such children. We're here to do uh, the work. We ladies got- and gentlemen, this is the Kind of Funny Games cast each and every week right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. We get together, talk about video games, all the things that we love about them. You can get the show early by going to Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. You can even watch it live like so many people are doing right now. Or you can watch it later whenever you want on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games or podcast services around the globe. But if you support us on Patreon, you can also get the pre and post show. Yeah. Those are a lot of fun. Or you can be a Patreon producer and get your name shouted out, just like Matthew Feller and Travis Barrett. Travis Barrett, Matthew Travis. Feller. Yeah. Whoa, Patreon I produ- am Satan, <laughs> and I have come to say hello. <laughs> show me your mother. <laughs> show me your mother? Yeah, yeah. Why and is then that I had, there? Then as I did, as Satan did this, because uh, he's at the front door, he did this. All these like fucking the front shards door. came out of the, the yard and stuff. Red okay. sky behind him. Red I'm Scott just painting on. you a picture. Okay, it's a like good it. picture. It's, very, it's a good picture. You fucking psychopath. You're that, kinda, I like your sweater there. Thank yeah. you, Amy Gills, for this mm-hmm. sweater straight from Ireland. Oh. As many people know, they wouldn't sell. Don't they're not here. brave enough to sell this in America. If you're an audio listener, come watch a YouTube video, coward. Yeah, see wow. what see what is on Greg's chest. Do I have balls on my chest? I do. You do. <laughs> yep. Now, Tim. I don't like to repeat pre-show content yeah. in the real show because uh-huh. I like to keep that wall. Mm-hmm. But you apologize to the pre-show listeners for being as off your game as you've ever been. <laughs> yeah, you are sick. I am. You have been disaster. sick since before Kind of Funny Game Showcase, mm-hmm. which was since before filming it. Yeah, so that was two weeks ago. Yeah, and you've not it's only gotten, gotten worse. I've gotten better, but I'm still not good. Cool, Greg. You know what I mean? Get me one of the the giant cups of orange juice yeah. out of the fridge. Make your brother chug it. Yeah, I'm not chugging the you, orange. The juice. vitamin C. The vitamin C, Tim. You need okay. the vitamin you, you C. You might at okay. this point you are you are fading like Arthur Morgan in accents. It is, it is when just, I, it's what I that's what when I, I go home, you know what happens? <laughs> Jean Vieux Saint Ange gives me three pills. Mm-hmm. One is a vitamin C. One is that eucalyptus thing I was talking about uh-huh. that comes out of my eyes. And two, I don't even know what it is. <laughs> Erectile dysfunction drugs. Oh, okay, great. Well, it yeah. works great. I yeah. feel fucking yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Also, if you're hurting for energy, get a cup of coffee and put a giant chocolate stick in it, because let me tell you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank being you. Being here great. in the middle right now is a sublime experience, <clears throat> because you're dying, and you're obviously on amphetamines. <laughs> I see the future. I've come back to talk to you guys about I, this. I do want to say uh, that we were planning to do the behind the scenes of the Kind of Funny Game Showcase sure. this week, but... 
There were so many games that we played that yeah. I want to talk about yeah. that we're going to punt that to next week. So next week's episode is going to be the behind the scenes of Game Showcase where we talk about all the planning. I was going to say, there's a right now there's a Game Over Greggy show up that if you want to know more about the kind of funny Game Showcase, go watch. It's before all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we call it behind the scenes there too. But that's more of like how it came to be, what we were thinking, what we were planning, what we envisioned. Uh, next week will be very much the nitty gritty of, remember when we said this many games? It's because these games fell through and the original ending was supposed to be this, but this happened. Da, 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 da. It's going to be cool. Yeah, but uh, as you said, like so many games this week. So like, so we want to talk about that, and then after that, we're doing our game of the year. Uh-huh. So that's gonna be uh, we got a couple God, good God, God, yeah. games game cast year, coming up, but this one's gonna be good as well. This What's one's up, all Jared? about purity. This one's it's about purity. The game. This one's this is, all about, it's about the game. Get, get the game. This is like when you go out in the backyard and you uh, fucking break a branch off and you make that into a stick and you play some baseball. No, it's know? like when you want like, like chocolate. You don't want to mess it up with other things. You want chocolate sometimes. I mean, sometimes you want chocolate with coconut. You know, sure. Those mouth bars. Yeah. Those are good. Best candy ever. Well, second best Nestle Crunch number one. That's good as well. But sometimes you just want purity sometimes sure. you just want that that 12 year bourbon neat you, know? you want to know something i thought of the other day and when i say the other day i meant probably october 31st maybe november 1st i was eating a butterfinger <laughs> i was in the mood for a butterfinger don't you right? lay a finger on my butterfinger that's right do you want to know and i don't i i can't imagine this to be true but it definitely was at least a little bit true. I'm looking at this Butterfinger. I, like, first off, I I'd gotten the Butterfinger. Sorry, everybody, stick with me. It's a walk. I got the I got the creamy Butterfingers through this like uh, the children's hospital where I was like, oh, it's gonna be Butterfinger. You ate it. And it was like soft. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was like, no, no. I want the Butterfinger. I want it shoved up in my teeth for weeks where God. I can't get it out. Right. What's up with that? But I was like, man, that's what I was envisioning. That's what I want. Blah blah blah. Do you understand that at that moment, as a 35 year old, it clicked in my head that it's called Butterfinger because it tastes like peanut butter, or it's supposed to mimic peanut butter. That's when it clicked. That's when it clicked. I never. Where I was about just it. like, I never even bothered to think about Butterfinger having any relation to peanut butter. No, you know, I, I didn't huh. know people at Ibron's till I was 30, like I've told you before. Yeah, so I'm not yeah, judging. Yeah. yeah, that's weird, Jared. I know. You know what? Jared knows everything, so I think he, you know, not knowing little Jared, things like Jared that. Jared does not know everything. Jared, you know, Jared knows, knows a lot. Jared knows very little. But Let's talk about Smash Brothers. I know what it's like. Smash, 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 Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers. You were just playing it right before the I show. I was playing it. I, you know, I owe you guys some work right now. And I was like, I don't have time to work on that till tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And sure. I sat down and played Smash Brothers for half an hour next to you instead of doing that work. You need those. You need that yeah. mental health time. It mm-hmm. was important. I sat down. And you know what? That game, first off, now I played a lot of Smash on 3DS mm-hmm. when that came out last gen. I mean, I enjoyed it on, uh, on console as well. But I actually played the majority of my Smash uh, on handheld, it was given to me as a gift uh, right around the time that my wife was in the hospital and I all this time in the waiting room. So I would sit there and play Smash all day. I love playing Smash Portable on my Switch mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. did not expect to. I did not think I would enjoy That's it awesome. as much as I did. <clears throat> so you, you're saying not on a TV, having it Well, in I love playing mode? on a TV with friends. Okay, okay. But if I'm not, if I'm playing Smash alone, which sure. is not my preferred way to play, of course. but when I'm yeah, practicing, no. when I'm grinding out, you know, get unlocking characters, play in handheld. And I'm having a ball. I think the controls work very well. I'm quite comfortable. I'm able to do everything I want to do. My blocks are working. My throws are working. I'm able to customize things and make it the way I want it to work. I can see everything very clearly, but I'm not playing more than like four players at a time oh, that yeah. way because otherwise I'd have no idea what was happening. Yeah. Uh, but for this purpose of enjoying it, I'm loving, loving Smash Ultimate. 
I do wish they had added one feature. I was complaining about this on the internet earlier. Sure. There are two camps of thought about this. Should fighters be unlocked at the beginning or should they not? I don't want to pay extra unlocked fighters. I understand some people really enjoy unlocking fighters. With a roster this big, here's what I'd like. So that I can have friends over that first night when the game's out or so that I can get straight to my main and then grind out everybody else, which is something I think I should have the option to do. Microtransactions. No. Pay to play. Give me, with my copy of Smash Brothers in the game, eight non-DLC tied, non-microtransaction tied party coins, my friend. Call them party coins. They're eight unlocks. One for me and one for my seven friends that are coming over to play Smash. They let me unlock any eight characters on the roster and then I grind out the rest. For all time. Just give me that. I gotcha. Yeah, so this just, is a one-time use coin that I yeah. can I can get who I want. I I'm get Rob the robot. It in, yeah, and okay. I got my Rob and now I can grind everybody out with Rob. <clears throat> Smart. I'd yeah. love that. And, or I'm having friends over and instead of grinding out characters opening night, everybody can just jump right in. Just add that. And I think it's nigh perfect. I love this game. Miyamoto, yeah. you listening? Take right, notes. Thank you, Miyamoto. Take notes. I don't think he made that game. Uh, did you he helps. play any World of Light? A little. Okay. Yeah. Are you planning to continue that? No. no I, I have no... I, I, so I, I'm glad it's there for people who like it. I'm glad Spirits is there for people who are into it. But for me, Tim, even classic mode, to be honest with you, I come to Smash the way I approach most other fighting games. I don't care about single player modes in most fighting games. Even really well done ones like Mortal Kombat, I don't care. I want to fight. Uh, I think that comes from being old, growing up on Street Fighter II and arcades, being brought into that. And I understand Smash isn't exactly a fighting game, but it's close. And I just want to play the main mode. So that's what I do. And fortunately, Nintendo allows me to grind out my characters doing that. So every two, 10 minutes, I unlock somebody. I've tried a couple. I don't want to go back. You, are you playing a lot of it? Beat it last night. Okay. Uh, took me so much longer than I had thought, planned, wanted, any of the things. Um, I would say... Sorry, Greg Miller from yes. KindOfFunny.com. Yeah, we were wondering as a member of the press, do yes. you want to be referred to as Tim Geddes, he beat Cuphead, and World of Light? Or, no. Okay, so no, I'm we can, we can not, it's not. It's not a challenge at all. There's maybe like... It's a time commitment though, right? No, it's, it's definitely a time commitment. Uh, but I... I was saying this last week. I don't understand how the um, game clock works for World of Light because when you go into your your save for World of Light, there is a playtime, but that playtime doesn't correlate to the playtime you see in your records of Smash overall gameplay. Mm -hmm. Oh, weird. And it's also it's not correct. Like it said, oh, you're at forty hours. I'm like, there's. I did not put forty hours in this game. Like that's impossible. Maybe into this mode at least. Maybe it's like old eight bit games where instead of seconds they had time units. And that's the thing is like there, <laughs> there might be. I, it must be some weird shit because I really feel like it's. I actually played maybe a fourth of what it's saying I did. Mm. Um, even then, it, it's way too long. Like World of Light, for all its problems, I had fun with it. And like there's moments that I'm like, this is really cool. It never quite hits where I want it to be. But then I'm like, all right, cool. I'm, at, I'm I'm about to hit the end. Last week I thought I was two thirds through. I was so wrong. I don't even know if I was halfway done at Jesus. that point. Like it just keeps going. It's like okay, there's a whole map, right? The world of light. Then there's the world of dark. Then in the world of dark, there's dungeons. Then when you get through that stuff, there's a darker world. And I'm just like, how? Who decided this was a good idea that people are gonna want? And mm -hmm. the problem is the the overworld has a lot of really cool stuff, and there's a, a couple puzzles they do. Like, as you start going through, you get to different sections of the map that are based on different games. So it's like, uh, in the later part of the game, you get to a Zelda, like a Dark dark World Zelda area, and it's like, you start to do on-the-world map Zelda-style puzzles that have the mm -hmm. little Zelda sound that's effects. Cool. And yeah, it's, that's it's, adorable. It's cool. 
there's a uh, Castlevania section that it, it starts looking more like a 2D, like Dracula's castle, and you yeah. go through, and the gameplay is more similar to Castlevania. I'm like, this is really cool. Um, Metal Gear, there's a, 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 a base that you have to infiltrate and go through, and it never really quite gives you anything cool to do in that one, but like... They're, they're trying. They're, they're trying, and there's so much love, and there's so much ideas being put here. It's just at the end of the day, the gameplay is majority just going through doing a spirit fight, which 99 percent of the time you can just go in, hit the X button that gives you recommended spirits. Yeah, makes it super easy to do, and then you're done. There's about 670 spirits that you play. Holy in, crap! That you, that you play in World of Light. There are 1,200 spirits yeah. in the game. Right. Um, but the 600 and something, in World of Light, I feel like it should have been 200, okay. and it should have been curated. One of my favorite quotes in all the video game commentaries, Chris Kohler, who, who said that he believes that at the heart of every 20-hour or every good 20-hour video game is a great 10-hour video game. Yeah. Um, and I, I hope I'm getting that quote correct. Do you feel like this is a case where if they had just focused on those moments, those puzzles that worked, one Castlevania level that worked mm-hmm. well, one Metal Gear level that worked well, that you, and it had been a four or five hour experience, so that would have been better? It, it would have been better. It wouldn't yeah. have been great. And, and that's okay. the problem is like, especially now that I'm done with it and I've seen what, like how many cutscenes there are, of which there is a disappointing amount. Uh, I think the answer is two. Oh, so um, too few. Okay. Yeah, it, it sucks because like the, oh, the intro is so cool and then we just... Never, never really get back to yeah, it. Yeah, it's like we get one more at the end, and it is not good. It's like ah, really, really, it's a waste. Do you, get that, you get a song though? Uh, not no, just the, just the one song. Maybe I'll be able to download all the brawl cutscenes, as uh, you know, from um, uh, that, would, that would be Cemetery. something. But um, going through and with how long all that stuff was, and like like I said, so many of the spirit battles are so easy once you literally just use the recommended ones that that they give you. Um, I would say there's a, maybe five that gave me a problem that I'm like, oh shit, I need to grind mm. on these. I need to and think like, about it. I played through them like. Maybe the worst I ever did was I, I failed 10 times or something. Mm. Um, and shit was fucking really hard. So it's like weird difficulty spikes out of nowhere. But once I beat it, I was like really trying to think like, all right, did I have fun doing this? And the answer was no. Mm. I did it though. But that's just because I'm a completionist when it comes to Smash. Ah, and I'm okay. like, I, I feel like I have the like platinum thing that Greg has for every game. But for this, but I'm like, I did not have fun doing that. Like gotcha. that sucks. And then I was really thinking about things like Mortal Kombat, but specifically Injustice that I fell in love with last year for single player. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I really wish that Smash had taken that approach mm-hmm. with, with its World of Light, with the single player content. We didn't need this crazy world map and it didn't need to be <laughs> potentially 40 hours long. Like, it could have just been a super curated five hour experience that would have been awesome. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I think that I intend to lean with you on that. Let me ask you this. You said last week that it's possible that Smash Ultimate may end up being your all-time favorite video game. Mm-hmm. A week later, after having come out of a part of the game that you didn't particularly enjoy, are you still feeling that way? Yeah, because it's going to be my favorite because of the multiplayer. Okay. And every time I've had multiplayer experiences, whether it's been here, whether it's been with my friends just at their house, or even just at home on versus matches, I'm having such a blast. I love the new characters. I still feel like I haven't got familiar with any of the new characters much besides Richter and Simon. Mm-hmm. Like I feel good with them, but it's like K. Rule. I played for the first time last night, and I'm just like, this is great. Like yeah. there's a whole new character to learn here, and then past that, there's Ridley, there's Inkling. Like there's so much potential in this game, um, and it is still unfortunate the online at this point is really really bad. Um, I've had okay experiences. I've had horrible experiences. I've yet to have great experiences okay. online. Um, I'm hopeful, though. I really think that they're going to 
get it together and um, fix it at some point. And uh, the fact that they're already yesterday, I think it was, they put out a, a push that would when I started the game up, it's like, hey, the patch is coming next week. Oh, really? I didn't, I didn't know this. And um, it, it's gonna like fix online stuff, and also there's gonna be like spirit events. And so it seems like they're going to add spirits, like not now, but thank goodness. That's what we need more. Yeah, more spirits, definitely. But I mean, more spirits are cool. It's the World of Light stuff that isn't. Yeah, and it's like the spirit board stuff. It gets this game has too many systems. There's too much fluff around it that it's like I can't even talk about it and have you understand what I'm saying. True, you know what I mean. (laughs) Very true. It just it all boils down to it's like spirits means too many different things in this game and like are used in too many different ways when it's like it should have just been they're a simple fucking collectible mm-hmm. you know but they're not <laughs> there's yeah. so much more and they didn't need to be i am so impressed right now that with the amount of sucralose that is flying through your veins that's you've right. been able yeah. to sit and listen so politely well i've been you can know if you want to rewind it everybody you can see that i've been squirming a lot and tapping okay. my foot a lot right. and, and gesturing at the camera so i've been here and i've been listening and i've been listening you know i'm just hearing it a lot of audio cl- clues a lot of audio cues. Are you sugar crashing? A lot of things are happening. No, I'm good. Not yet? All right. But the good side, though, Smash fucking multiplayer is amazing. And there's yeah. so much fun yeah. playing with, with all of you guys. Items on, items off, stages, like hazards, all this stuff. It's like there's so much good in this game like that, and so many variations that are extremely fun that just work. We did the, the game showcase, had uh, Gary Whitta over and his kid. The after party. And yeah. I like, had so much fun playing with them. And it's just like that is such a testament to like you can play this game so many different ways. And still have it be such a blast because we've yet to in this office do a proper one one on one like let's actually like play the game it's quote unquote meant to be played. Oh, go just 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 Who go that? Who does go that? burn Who does what? go leap you out a window one v one smash the way it's meant to be played. Who does play crazy person? The right people. And but like I've been doing that with my friends and like. Four, the four player smash yeah. is the way it's meant to be. Four player no, smash yes. items on is the way it's meant to be. Played. That's how the N64 invented it. And if it was good enough for Miyamoto invented back then, it. am I right, That's Miyamoto? Right, Miyamoto. Yeah. right, Miyamoto. You think he's going to come on camera? Or no, he's he, well, no, Tim said no. It's just oh, a normal okay. episode. He wants. No, he's, still, he's sitting over on the on the shock mic. He's on the shock mic. So cute. Yeah. He's doing the thumb thing. Yeah. Every single sentence that we we say, he's like, we look over it and he gives us either thumbs up or thumbs down. What we don't know is that there's a secret coliseum in Nintendo where they put two Nintendo employees every day, and he sits up in Caesar's box and does that. But that's to determine whether the loser kills the other or not. Like they mm. they fight. Like they have development ideas. Like two enter, one leaves. It's like, yeah. will Waluigi be in Smash? Yeah. That guy lost the fight. Yeah, he like, did. He did. And then he's like, I wonder who got World of Light in there. That was a that was a weird one. Yeah. Um, who are you maining right now? Young Link. Would you ever play as anyone else? No. Jared, who are you maining right now? Uh, right now, Kirby. Uh, I go back and forth between Jared. Kirby and Rob. Kirby when I'm trying to win. Rob when I want to annoy people. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just jumping around. I still don't have a main yet. And I, no shirtless me. shulk. Shirtless uh, shulk's always just one of my fuck around ones. I'm, gotcha. not, I'm not good with him. No, I feel yeah. like I'm best right now with Charizard. No, no, no. Charizard's four-player just domination. It's like, gotcha. It's bullshit. I want to try the uh, whatever the Zangief Pokemon is called. I'm going to force it around a little. Thank you. Wait. I, so I, who are you? Who are you? Who are you? I'm, I'm messing around right now with with Simon, with Marth, with uh, yeah. any Fire Emblem character, pretty much. I'll follow <laughs> Wendy. Wendy Cooper. Oh, you're following Wendy. Okay, oh, yeah. there you go. Yeah, you were beating beating me up with Wendy last like week Wendy. after the She's uh, after the showcase. So. Yeah, Incineroar is fucking crazy. Like fun to use, but the recovery is just 
terrible. It's terrible. It's okay. like if you're off stage, like you're 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 gonna kill yourself. He's done for. Okay. I want to fool around with Richter more. That's Richter's that's cool, man. Simon I, and Richter. I love Rondo. I, I want to play Richter just because I love the game he comes yeah. from. So much. I prefer him over Simon just because his fire is blue. Okay. Well, blue is good. Blue, blue is good. Blue is, blue is good. Yeah. That's blue it's to true. the link. You know how I do it. Yeah. That's how I always do it. Right. But young link to the core. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, since N64, I've rolled Link, and then this time around when they put in uh, Breath of the Wild Link or whatever, I was using him, and he's different. I was trying to learn it, and then somebody finally was like, well, Young Link is just Link. I'm like, oh, great. So now I'm just Young Link. Yeah. So I discovered with you guys last Saturday the most perfect way to play Smash Brothers. I didn't know this. Is I always play stock like everybody else, but we, we had three, you know, six-year-olds on the show along yeah. with like the, the five of us, and so we switched over to time so that they wouldn't get knocked out early in the match. And let me tell you what, with eight player smash and three fairly vulnerable six year olds there yeah. and, and the ability to play as Rob in a timed match. Yeah, and you were doing your with with the ultimate, uh with ultimates turned on. Yeah. Just chase chase people that don't know how to block around with a spin attack and spam it for two minutes and you can build up a, a seven player knockout blast and yeah. win round after so that's my new favorite way. Yeah, 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 is yeah. To, is Whatever to makes beat, you happy. Beat too. up children mm -hmm. and charge up your smash. That's exactly. the way to play. Exactly. In that yeah, order. Yeah. Yeah, in that order. Yeah, I don't. I, I've always, I've always thought it'd be cool to learn to play Snake. I let you know I'm a big Metal Gear yeah. fan, stuff like that. But it's just, I, where, who has the time? Who has the time? You know what I mean? Because it's when I want to play. When we're all playing together, I want to jump in and be competitive. I want a shot at winning. Well, and you're that's too busy playing that game about the grizzly bear right now. Exactly. If you learn how to play Snake with this group of people, yeah. Although Nick is, is like taking up Snake right now too. Not that that stops anybody, but like Snake in a four player match, like the. I feel like you'd get competitive with us in no time. Nah. I'd rather just be in the young link. I'm right in the middle of the pack. I could get it. I can, I, I'm either going to be middle of the pack or I'm going to win it. Mm, that's, those, that's what's going to be. Not going to lose. No. Well, sometimes. Yeah. Well, plenty sometimes. of times. You know how Smash is. So actually pretty much just kind of even. You know what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, Snake, I'm never going to win. I don't know any of his shit. Watching like, Joey go from not knowing how to play yeah. to like step by step learning different moves is yeah. so cool and yeah. interesting because it's like every time I play with her, She'll be spamming just one specific thing. That's like the last thing that she just learned. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, she's so close to like understanding putting it all together attacks and putting it all together. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be fun. We don't play enough. I mean, I know we've been know, so busy, just, but yeah. yeah, yeah. One day next week when we're not as busy, we should play more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have been surprised how often I find myself playing with two Joy Cons. I was shocked by that. It's not a bad way to play. Who knew? It doesn't really. I can't see how it's any worse than playing with a GameCube controller, even though I know, I know, I love the GameCube controller, it's my favorite, but it's actually a very comfortable way to play Smash. I'm judging you. I He's judging it, hard. Fun. The button configuration's kind of great for it. You've got a great, you can flick down to Smash so easily with the bottom of the thumb. You're, You're going to break my, those things. My finger reaches around right around the, what's that? Three weeks. If you play with, with Joy-Cons at, at all Competitively, I mean, I'm, I'm done like, again. I've I've got I've got my bit though. I've got my my GameCube controller. Why would I play Smash competitively? I mean, competitively, like even just trying to win at all. Yeah, I, I just trying to play the game. Just trying to smash them around. I mean, because you, you don't have to smash buttons in Smash. Like you just gently, gently flick. Don't, that's not how you play. You want that clack, 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 clack. You need that clack. You need the clack. You need that clack. Yeah, Tim. Speaking of clack, clack, clack. No, Greg, where? Uh, Gris. Mm. Ah yes, Gris. I've been playing Gris. Amazing. Yeah, Gris is an interesting one. Huh. I, I don't like this. We since since they uh, first showcased it, right? We saw it. At, was it in Indie? We saw it when we saw this yeah. trailer. Uh, we were like, wow, beautiful, minimalist art style. 
Uh, don't really understand what the gameplay is yet at a glance. Obviously, there's been previews since then. Uh, and it's not like the... the you know, it seemed like it was going to be something special. Got my code yesterday. Started it last night. Put, we'll say, right around two hours into it. Maybe a little bit less, but right around there. And it's weird. I wouldn't... It is beautiful. It yeah. is stunning. The art is awesome. Uh, the score is awesome and amazing and plays into what you're doing and the emotions and all that stuff. What I say about it is I don't find it particularly entertaining, mm. but I don't know if that's what even they want out of it. So I got a question for you. <clears throat> Usually there's been a big talk this year about different games like Red Dead or like. Okay, it's not fun. Does it need to be fun? Yeah. You're not saying fun. You're saying entertaining. Right. Mm-hmm. Because Red Dead, even if not fun, people find entertainment from it for this reason or oh, that. Oh, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas with this, not entertaining, I think, is a big problem. Yeah, except for the... F- so like it, So my playthrough starts with I'm playing in the living room. Uh, Jen and Lucy are there. We just finished dinner. We're hanging out. And I'm going, and we're all you know live reviewing it as we go and talking about it and doing this. And it was just like... After a while, like, all right, what is going on? Like, what is the point here? Like, it finally gets to the splash screen of, like, you know, the title of the game or whatever after doing a whole bunch of stuff. And it was just like, it, it's like the exact opposite of what we talked about with Odyssey, right? Where, like, Odyssey hit, and you're like, holy shit, right? The game. It's just, yeah. oh my God, right? Whereas this is like, that was the hook. There's no hook here. Why am I doing this? What's going on? And so then they went to bed. I kept playing. And when it, Got down to just me, and I'm playing it and, uh, and experience it. It was more of a, a meditative state. Like, it's that kind of pace. It's it's not... I don't... I Like, I'm not compelled to go back to it. it I, I was reading IGN's review. They were talking like, you know, it's best played in the four to five hours. Just sit down and mm. get through it thing. And IGN's review actually lines up a lot. They gave it a 6.5. The, the, their commentary on it was lining up to me, what I felt for it. But it's been the opposite online of seeing like people like Alex O'Neill and Rational Passion talking about how much they love it. Khalif talking about how much she loves it. Um, I feel it's very much drawing from and inspired by Journey. And yeah. so in the same way that game and games of its ilk are, I think the personal baggage you bring to it, the lens you apply to it going into it, is going to mean make it mean more to you if you're having it. And so me just playing through it and just being like, all right, cool. The platforming is easy. The puzzles are easy. Like it, it's literally just running to one side of the screen. Like it, like IGN review talks about this where it like, it appears like it's really big and there's branching, yeah. but like you're always, you you get to where you need to go. And mm-hmm. at no point have I struggled or really had to put thought into what's going on. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like in terms of what do I do here? What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. Like I'm playing, I know we're going to talk about it a little bit, but Guacamelee 2, right? Yeah. And Guacamelee 2 is a similar idea because I think Drinkbox is so great at level design and everything else of I'm playing through that game and never lost but I'm also entertained and I am I enjoy the gameplay moment to moment so much engaged yeah yeah yeah, engaged use the word compelled sure Um, that was that was the same word that was running through my head I was going to ask you the question like is it compelling And, and that's did you enjoy journey I mean did Journey? I love journey journey was awesome so can you draw the line from what they did here that's keeping you from being compelled forward the way Journey compelled you forward? Uh, sure. I would say the game, I mean, Journey was more of a, wait, how do I get up there? And like figuring out the dancing or the, you know, singing to get up there and getting your scarf longer and stuff to this. Whereas this one is like, oh man, like I'll run one way and try, you know how it is. Like clear, I'm supposed to go to the right. 
Let's go to the left and see what's over here. All right, I can't do that, but I, go this way. Oh, there's a crack in the ground here. I'm going to get a thing to smash through that eventually or a power to do that. Go a little bit further. Uh, you know, you're collecting these little, like, uh, stars that then make constellations at the main screen. But as you collect them throughout it, they can bridge together to make platforms for you. So, like, you get two, uh, you know, two of them, and then usually that puts you into a box that gives you a new power. You're like, oh, okay, run back. It's just the gameplay isn't engaging yeah and i feel if anything a little bit by the numbers where it's like you can you're playing it and you kind of oh i know what's gonna happen here what's gonna go there blah blah but i'm not I, i'm still i'm not against it. i don't think it's a bad game it's just like i it, i think it's trying to be more meditative where yeah. it is something of like i've had a long day i'm on a noisy plane there's a baby next to me put on this play this thing be in this world and chill out and there's a place for that in games mm-hmm. i just feel like I, you have to be in a mood for that. That's to be what you're looking for. That's where mm-hmm. I think you're finding people who are like so high on it. And then people who are just like, this is a fine, it's a whatever. I feel like it, what are you coming in expecting or wanting from that game? If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Would you want to come in and experience it. art? The way you're talking about this reminds me of how you were talking about a game that came out. I think it was last year with little kit, the kitty people. It was like a 2d. Oh, um, a night in the woods. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it similar to that? At I all? would much rather play Night in the Woods. Wow. Yeah. And Night mm. in the Woods didn't click for me either. Like yeah. I tried multiple times to get it. Or well, I guess twice. Or, well, it's multiple. But you know, maybe yeah. three times hmm. to get into my Night in the Woods. And it, I, I was like, this is a game I have to be in the mood for because it's just a story of this cat coming back to town, and it's a weird thing. But it was like that was funny and entertaining, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like not what I want to play right now, but I can see where one day I will. Yeah. Whereas Grizz, I really, I feel like I'm almost there, so I might as well finish it. And mm. it's one, of, but it's also like. I'm not going to rush home. to. I'm playing other things I'd rather play at home tonight, but maybe yeah. they'll sit on my Switch so I get to a different part. And, uh, you know, uh, for if you're playing at home, I think I've unlocked four colors, which will make sense when you play. Yeah, I've unlocked four colors, I think. Uh, four or three. Because that's what you're doing is you do it, you know, the there are more colors added to the world, which again, like I'm not, the game is beautiful. Mm-hmm. The, the orchestra, is, or the score is amazing. Uh, all of that is like, yeah, 10 out of 10. This, mm-hmm. That's amazing. But then just of what I'm doing, it's like, all right, whatever. Like, I, I'm just like, I could, I would rather be doing other things. Yeah, I think that's what I loved most about Journey is that it, it sounds like it's everything this game isn't from how you're describing it. Yeah. Where any time I felt like I was just holding forward, yeah. something would happen yeah. that was just challenging enough to make me be like, ooh, I need to do this. But not just like, oh, put the circle in the circle spot. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. like it was always just like one step it up that I'm like, well, okay, or even cool. a, even a good walking sim like Edith Finch, like where you don't have a lot sure. mechanically going on, would constantly change up your perspective or change up the story that you were in, so that you're continually engaged in what's it finds something to hook you, even if it's not mechanical. Yeah. There's a design feature to bring you into the beauty of the story, and it sounds like that's what's the only. Out. I mean, in that, so that's a great way, right? And a great compare contrast thing, gameplay wise, no. From the get go, you have the, you're going to get extra abilities like right like the you can turn yourself into this giant block that like can smash through things or weight yourself down in, in high winds. Uh, you get the ability to jump and then hover jump and then you find a way to like shoot yourself up real high. None of that is so radically different that you don't understand it in the first five minutes of playing the game. Mm-hmm. And so that is the thing. I would say the only thing that's changing that's interesting is when you get the new color of the world, it'll change certain things. So in the, you know I'm going in the early days of it or early parts of the game you're going through and you're smashing through and it's very red. Uh, eventually it adds in this green thing. So it's like, 
like the treetops are there now and they look like real trees, but then they'll, they'll go from either they'll fade away or and, and then come back in just a triangle. So you're like trying to figure out the platform. But again, you look at it you're like, okay, got it. And you're right. walking. And it's like when I jump, they disappear. Okay, got it. And then it, you, I did the blue color and came back and now the treetops were like invisible, but like water was on them. So I got hopped to them that way. And I was like, okay, got it. It's just, again, I can see where this would be peaceful. Like, a turn off your mind kind of thing of just like, mm-hmm. oh, cool. I'm just going to run through this. And again, if you're, you know, you want the score and the visual, I get all that. But just from a gameplay mechanic, I'm just like, cool. Like, I don't, it sucks that I don't think this is a 10 out of 10. The other parts, you know, obviously yeah. score mm-hmm. are 10 out of 10 for sure. But then you get here and you're just like, darn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then Guacamelee 2. Guacamelee 2. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, uh, audience members had been, what? Because Cool Greg's not here? Yeah. Remember, 5330. Guacamelee 2 uh, had been on the... I, I love Drinkbox. I've loved Drinkbox since they were a pub fun game on the plays, uh, or for a developer on PlayStation. And then, you know, Mutant Blobs Attack and then uh, Severed eventually. Mm-hmm. Guacamelee 1. Uh, 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 Them other games. I hung myself at the dry there. Yeah. Anyways, uh, everything they've done, right? I guess that wasn't everything they've done. Uh, has been fantastic. And so when Guacamelee 2 arrived, it was that thing of like, awesome, Drinkbox, Guacamelee 2, can't wait to play it. Also, it's buried amongst a, mother, a million other games, and I know this is going to come to Switch one day. Yeah. I was a person who played Guacamelee on the, the PlayStation Vita. Okay. So I was like, I wa- that is a game I think of playing and screwing around with while I watch something else, while I'm on a plane. I'll wait for the Switch. On the Nintendo to- Switch prototype. Yeah, the, 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 the PlayStation exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly, right. 100%. Yeah. The, yeah. the beta for the Nintendo yeah, Switch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I was like, I'll wait for the Nintendo Switch version. Uh, come running up on the showcase. We are, you know, showcase is Saturday. It comes out the Tuesday afterwards on the Nintendo Switch. And during the showcase, they drop the news, of course, that my personal friend, uh, shirtless arachnid person, yeah. is in this game alongside my dog, Portillo. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, well. I got to see this. I got to try it, which was a huge fucking mistake. Because, of oh. course, I started it on PlayStation oh, yeah. and unlocked the character. And I was like, well, and then, you know, you go by and it's five hours and I'm in that game. And I'm like, God well, damn. Like, no! Again, dude, a game. like, And there's so many people have been yelling at us at the time of like, you guys got to start playing. This is one of the best games of the year. It's, it is pure drink box in the way of like, just n- nobody, so few developers get games like they get games the way that game is enjoyable start to finish in every sense of the word you're unlocking new powers and abilities as you go it's such a fun clip that just as you master one here's another thing it's metroidvania right of going by and seeing the giant red block above you and being like all right I need to remember that, or I know I'm going to be able to break that eventually. And yeah. of course, your map targets it for you. There's easy yep. uh, giant uh, like Tonga heads that you can talk to to fast travel back and forth to things. The dialogue's funny. The art, of course, is beautiful. Uh, I I think one detriment I would put on it, and one of the reasons I bet it didn't find more success and more people clamoring for how amazing the game is, is that this story is very, very, very intrinsically a sequel. Where oh, wow. I played Guac One and loved Guac One, and starting this one up, I'm running into characters that I remember. Oh, I remember you, Flaming Head Guy. No, I remember. And then they're talking to you as if I just beat Guac yesterday. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, you understand. I don't remember anything about the fucking story. Like, I don't. Yeah, know, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like, no, 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 no. Like, it, I mean, it's it's not hu- it's not a huge deal. It's just like, oh, you're back. Oh yeah, I've done this since we talked. Anyway, and it's just like 
it's that thing where I'm like, uh-huh, okay, whatever, you know, what I mean? but then you run on and out. Mm. But then the new stuff, like the whole story here is like, uh, there's a mexiverse similar to the multiverse from DC or whatever, and there's a, you know, world-ending thing. You're like the last one, so they need you to go and do all this. So like, there's tons of jokes and tons of fun, but even those, some of them are doing callbacks to characters, and it's just like... Oof, yeah, I don't, I don't remember this game as well. I'm sure there is a huge Guac fan base that remembers yeah. it, stem to stern, like I remember Last of Us. But so, do you find yourself playing Shirtless Arachnid Man more, or do you find yourself playing Porty more? Well, Shirtless Arachnid, you know okay. what I mean. Like Porty's great. You get in there and like you know, it's 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 powerful and impressive to see a dog that size do mm-hmm. some of the things he's allowed to do in there and the way he attacks. But yeah, you want to be Shirtless Arachnid Man in there okay. doing suplexes and stuff. Shirtless Arachnid person, my person, my apologies, my apologies. But no, it's it's as awesome as always. I think they do a lot of clever things in terms of the gameplay of you know jumping between the light world and the dark world. Uh, and then as usual, it's that they introduce a concept to you. They introduce a new enemy for you. You get two or three rooms of getting that under control, and then it's like, now here's the variation of it, where suddenly you're in the room with four different types of enemies. Some can only be hit from behind. They all have different colored auras on them that you need to remember the corresponding punch to do to knock their aura down, to knock them out. Because once you get in there and start fighting somebody, except for a boss, they're going to drop really quick. But it is that idea of like juggling everything together to keep it yeah. going. And then there's platforming in there that what I always love about Guac or uh, Drinkbox games and especially Guac 2 is that they present you with challenges that are multi fuck how do oh shit okay hold on okay I died okay well and it's never fuck me I'm never going to get this I'm okay. never ever going to get this it's like no I I've done it before and I've done uh, a few tries and you get through it and especially yeah. when you w- go in and you're like well, this seems impossible at first glance, but then you figure out, you know, the dash mechanic you need to do and then the freeze and then mm-hmm. this and blah, blah, blah. Like, Greg Miller. Yeah. Is there a special move for Porty called Guac the Dog? I don't think so, but I haven't unlocked it all. I still need to beat Guac too. Okay, I'm, if, I'm very if, deep into it, but I need to beat it. If Guac the Dog is there, that's great. Yeah. If not, one out of ten. Oh, wow. Damn. Damn. That's a hard, you're a harsh mistress, but I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. Remember, of course, <laughs> I mean, Porty's just a skin here. When you go to yeah. the big screens, it's still very chicken-based. Uh-huh. Porty still lays, lays an, an egg. egg. Porty still lays an he egg. Looks confused though. Okay. Of well, course, yeah. To be fair, fair, fair I think fair. I've seen Porty lay an egg on your carpet a couple of times. So yeah. Yeah. There is a there was a Twitter thread of one of the kind of funny best friends who's gonna have to stop playing as it because when Porty gets hit, he he yelps, and they were like, "Can we turn that off?" And Drinkbox is like, "No," and they're like, "I can't play as him anymore. I just can't do it. I can't oh. see him get hurt." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. That's yeah, great. but it's great as always, and you know, okay, yeah, obviously we're in the or you know. Uh, shirtless racket person and Portier in the game, but you know I love Drinkbox before. And yeah, it broke me, and now I'm getting trophies, which is good. You know, a game you're not in yet. What's that? Fortnite. Yet. Thank yet. you. Yeah, I'm never like getting that. Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd be amazing. What if we get so, if we get a kind of funny reference in Fortnite, holy fucking shit! All right, that'll be a big deal. Maybe Nick Chester will just tweet at you one day instead. Maybe I can get Nick Chester to tweet at me. Yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> a weird seven. A weird thing happened on my way to the Game Awards, right? Where I started getting a hankering for more Fortnite when they <gasps> when they dropped season seven stuff and started talking about it. I was like, damn, I could see me getting back into that. And so, of course, Smash came. Yeah. We came, we did the showcase, we played a ton of Smash, and then we went home. And I was like, oh, I'm going to play more Smash. And I started doing the unlocking, play somebody, and, and quit mm-hmm. out to the main menu and come back in. And I was like, you know what? This fucking sucks. I hate, I love Smash. Yeah. I don't like trying to unlock these things. I, I, I it's, 
something I've known for a long time with Smash, but I was like, maybe it'll be different here, and it's not. I just like playing Smash with people, and so I don't want to play Smash single-player stuff. World of Light, I, I tinkered with, and I was like, cool, mm-hmm. just not what I like to do in it. Yeah. I like yeah. screaming at each what other. many people like to do, right. sure. honestly. So I was like, all right, put it down. I'm like, well, what am I going to get into? And I was like, you know what? Let's boot up Fortnite. If you're a kind of funny fan, you probably don't need to be reminded, but we all fell in love with Fortnite on the Switch, which was mid-season four. We all played through season five. Season six came around, and I took a break and didn't play it at all. Joey did a little bit here and there. I think Kev did, and Andy did a little bit. But it definitely wasn't like it was. So coming back to season seven, it was taking an entire season off, and then as much as that game dramatically changes, a brand new start with season seven. And so this is the first time I went on my Epic account and figured it all out and disconnected my old PlayStation from the other one, <laughs> connected my PlayStation Uh-oh. to my real account now, renamed my my Nintendo account, which was supposed to be my throwaway account, named it my real account and made did a whole bunch of stuff. But where I have one, Madness. I have one Fortnite or Epic account now that rules them all. <coughs> and like a big boy, because many people insulted me and wanted to make fun of me for playing on the Nintendo Switch, I committed to playing on PlayStation, started it up on PlayStation, and jumped back in there. And fucking good lord, like <laughs> what a game! You know what I mean? Like I know so many people. It's a weird thing. I don't know if you ever see it. You never talk about Fortnite, but so many people when I tweet about Fortnite are just like, "Oh my god, Greg, really?" Blah, blah. And I'm like, "You people are crazy. Yeah. You people are crazy." Because I get. Not liking a game. There's plenty of games it's like I don't people like. People bitched about InSync. Shut up. Everyone loves. But to look at a game, <laughs> to look at what Epic is doing as a company recently, to look at what they do with Fortnite every what yeah. three months or whatever it is, mm-hmm. like you are a crazy person not to be in awe of this game. And even for taking the season off and then getting a new one, so kind of like two seasons, if that makes sense, right? Yeah. To get in there and have this thing be so completely different. Yeah. To climb into this game now, and there's airplanes, and there's ATVs with uh, jetpacks on them or whatever, and there's uh, zip lines everywhere, yep. and it's like there's a grappling hook gun, and there's all sorts of new guns, and it's just like we played so much in season five that at the end of it we were I, we were all really good, like right in, for Switch players. Is everybody I wanted to call out? You're not, you're not playing in the real place. We were all good, you know what I mean. Building is always where we were still wonky because we're still learning. But to come back into this game now and have it be so completely different yeah. and have it be, you know, learning from the ground up again of what to do and how to do it and where to go and what areas are what now, because, of course, everything is iced over now. And like I was there, obviously, when uh, uh, the desert stuff started. But now that all the ice stuff's there and this, that and the other, blah, blah, blah. But again, it's on the half of the gameplay just being addictive. Sure. But then it's just how well made the game is in terms of the hooks for you to play. Mm-hmm. Of you know, I, I I kicked it on the first night and I was like, I'm gonna play a little bit. I'm not gonna grab a battle pass. I want to make sure this isn't a passing addiction. Like yeah. I don't want I don't want it to be just one night. I wanted to get back in and then I bought a battle pass. Woke up the next morning, wanted to play more. Bought the battle pass right away. So battle passes are season by season. Yeah. And how much are they? You can do ten bucks or you can do twenty five bucks. Twenty five bucks get you gets you twenty five levels as well. Mm-hmm. Mm. So you get twenty five tiers of rewards automatically. None cool. of which are necessary to enjoy of course the not. game. No, it's all but, it's all aesthetic. You yeah. know what I mean? It's all just like do you want to look? And that's you know my I'm I was so I get I get so I was talking to my friend last night. I was all in over the weekend. I was doing. I just texted Poe finally, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Dude, you need to download Fortnite on your PlayStation 4. And Poe, of course, you know you've seen him on the Game Over Greggy show. Uh, he's my mainstream fa- friend, right? Who has a PlayStation Four, loves video games, but is also a doctor and a father, and uh, a professor, you know, doctor and whatever, uh, a, uh, a father, and you know, is still playing Black Flag on his PlayStation Four and totally happy. Yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, a great game. Yeah, a great fucking game. <laughs> 
But I, yeah, I hit him up and he was like, okay, cool. And he's like, it's free. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, is it just, is it just free this weekend or is it free all the time? I'm like, it's free all the time. Get it. And so he got it. And yeah, Tuesday night, him and I climbed on there. And I was talking about this with somebody recently. And it was just this weird thing of Poe and I, like, we, I was always the hardcore video game uh, fan, right? And he played stuff with me all the time. And there's t- tons of stories of us playing stuff. But I remember when I convinced him to buy a PS2 when we played NCAA all the time. And then when I convinced him to buy the SOCOM ether, the, adapter? the adapter, all that jazz wow. and stuff, we came home and did one thing. You're like, this sucks. This sorry sorry sucks. about this. It, theoretically, we should be in the golden age of video games where we can just do it all the time and jump on there and play it, right? There's always such a chasm because what will inevitably happen is oh my God, Poe, the division is coming up and it's going to be super cool and you should play it. Oh, sure. Destiny 2 is coming up. Oh, okay, cool, right? That opening weekend comes out and I play 36 hours straight and I'm a super high level on all this stuff and then I he buys it or gets a code or whatever and it's just like, by the time we try to sync up, it doesn't work. Yeah. He's in Chicago. I'm here. So like the days never sync up. He's trying to live his, and it just never yeah. happens. So for it to be, all right, we're playing Tuesday night and jump in and have it be cool. Of course, all the, the difference in our characters are just aesthetics. Yep. So it's like, all right, let's go. And it, and it was that there was an article or it was a Twitter thread uh, we were talking about on Games Daily this week, but I had seen of this guy who was coming to the conclusion that like, holy shit, like for, I, he jumped in and played with his, his kid and their 12 year old friends. Yeah. And it was the holy shit. They're not playing Fortnite to play Fortnite. They're playing Fortnite to hang out together. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's trying to win. Nobody's trying to. They're all fucking around. People it's get killed. Nobody goes. Yeah, exactly. And I had read that already, but not thought about it for me and Poe. Mm-hmm. But when like we jump in and we jump and he's like, all right, we'll jump. and it was that thing of like, I was like, all right, cool. We're not trying to win. So just tell me whatever, you know, like what? Because I know we're not going to a duo of me and Poe aren't going to pull this off. You know what I mean? And so. To yeah. jump in there and teach him the game and then us learn together the new mechanics that I don't even know and run around and like it was insane of you know he was like what about how do you get these planes I'm like I don't know I think I saw one crashed into a house yesterday but that was it <laughs> and then like the next match we ran into it and he's like can I get on a plane I'm like yes he's like alright you fly and I'm shooting and so it's me and him in the sky and we were just patrolling this entire thing and then taking down shooting down planes as they came yeah. at us right and it was just like this we're just bullshitting around and talking yeah. to it. And I know it's the thing I'm sure dozens, if not hundreds of people watching or listening to this have had mm-hmm. with their friends. But for me, I hadn't had that with Poe in no, a long it, time. It's the best parts of Counter-Strike, the best parts of Destiny, and yeah. then a third best part. And you've got the pure Later. skill-based part of Counter-Strike, which is usually about, honestly, about winning. Mm-hmm. Counter-Strike's a very hardcore community. Sure. This is for having fun. Then you've got the Destiny hanging out with your friends thing, but none of the grind. Yeah. So you still can improve in skill and improve in cosmetics and grind that XP, but none of it's going to affect your ability to play side by side. And then third, you have the unprecedented accessibility, the fact that you can all play anywhere. You can play with Poe. Yeah, of course. And there's never been anything like that in games before. And and it's... I think something that wouldn't ever speak to me normally, like I don't don't know how I would ever think about this or look Mm -hmm. at it, but again, with him, of... Cool. All right. You know, we're in a PlayStation party, which I never do. I never want to talk to anybody on fucking line. We're in a PlayStation party. All right, cool. I've booted it up. And all of a sudden to be like, all right, cool. So you're on this screen. You see your character. All right, cool. Well, R10, like to start explaining to him and giving him a walkthrough as I'm doing it too, but I can't see what he's doing, but I'm just telling him this. It was this weird thing of like, oh man, like menus have a tendency to be super fucking complicated and to be just R1 over here. And you see that that's a battle plan. And like, all right, it's like, Oh, okay. And then it was like, you know, hit start and go here. Are you in Builder Pro? And not not him being like, wait, what? Where? And no, yeah, I'm in Builder Pro. All right, cool. It was just like yeah. 
fuck, this thing is expertly this designed. Thing works. Yeah. <laughs> this thing is designed like in a way that anyone can walk anyone through it. And it was yeah. like, that's all little shit that I understand who the fuck cares. But like when it, when it doesn't work, yeah. when I'm struggling to get hit, like when I'm, when in the old days of like trying to fucking play a PlayStation three game yeah. and like, all right, what do you see? And he's like printer settings. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> circle out of that <laughs> and go over. Media bar. Yeah. 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 yeah, Man, I love that. It's simple. You know what else is super simple? Greg? What's that? Blue apron. Let oh! me tell you today about blue apron with the holidays fast approaching meal prep is the last thing that you want on your plate. Whoa. That was good, Blue Apron. Well that, was, that was really good. Uh, but what if cooking delicious, wholesome meals was easy? It can be with Blue Apron. Greg, yeah, give me the spiel. Let me tell you, Blue Apron's a better way to cook. Oh. Each and every week, if that's what you choose, they will send you pre-portioned ingredients along with step-by-step instructions that you can use to assemble award-winning meals that fit your schedule. Every one of the recipe cards you get has a time on it to let you know. You can use the app like uh, Jen and I do to jump in there, decide what you want, how many meals you want a week. You can skip weeks very easily. Uh, the meals come. You cook them. They're great. You learn a new way to do it. I learned a new way to do shrimp tacos the other day. Mm-hmm. I was very tired. I was exhausted. I was even sick, and I made them, and they were delicious, and they're great. I'm jealous. I want to eat those tacos. I'll make them for you. Thank you. You can eat my taco any day. Thank you, Greg. Oh, you're such a good friend. Uh, Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free at blueapron.com slash gamescast. That's blueapron.com slash gamescast. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Greg, would you suggest Blue Apron as a a holiday present for someone? 100%. Like, um... Uh, the first time I ever used Blue Apron was not part of any kind of funny sponsorship. It was when my mom got it for me. My mom, cool. got, my mom knew I wanted to cook more when I was like talking about it, and she yeah hit me up with a Blue Apron uh, trial. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah, thank you very much. There you go, Blue Apron. Shout out to Big Old Jim Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Nice. Next sponsor, we're talking about Robinhood. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. They strive to make financial services work for everyone, not just the wealthy. It's a non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with true confidence. It's simple and intuitive, clear design with data presented in an easy-to-digest way. Kevin is not here right now because he's at home sick, but he always talks about how easy it is for him to use this. He checks in on his stocks on it and it's super easy to get in have an understanding of what you're doing in, in just a couple clicks well-known financial through, mogul some kevin coelho, kevin coelho. Yeah, yeah absolute mogul he is totally he, on his phone mm-hmm. he's being a mogul and it's super so, simple with robin hood robin hood's made him a merry man a merry man indeed you don't need to be paid that much more especially now cool greg let me tell you why uh because robin hood is giving listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio, you can sign up at gamescast.robinhood.com. That's gamescast.robinhood.com. You can learn by doing. It's easy to invest as you build your portfolio. You can discover new stocks and trade oh, and track favorite companies with personalized news feeds uh, and get some custom notifications for price movements so you never, need, you never miss the right moment to strike. Again, that's gamescast.com. Sorry, gamescast.robinhood.com. Check it out. I think I'm going to check that out. You got to check it out. I'm going to jump around a bit, Cool Greg. Jumping around. Are you ready for this? Like Did the, you house, notice the House of Pain? The House of Pain. Do you notice uh, the time code I gave you in control on Slack? I gave you a, a time code for uh, Guacamelee 2. Then I, I'm going a little out of order here. So we did Guacamelee 2. Then we did Fortnite. Right? Okay. You get that? I'm in order for everything, yeah. Okay, cool. Then we got the ads. I'm now jumping ahead to Katamari Damacy. Yes, indeed. Katamari Damacy. Tell me about it, Jared. I am so excited about Katamari Damacy Reroll. Have you ever played Katamari? I have never played the game. I've heard the songs. Yeah. I've seen the videos. Okay. I'm like, this seems very Japanese. It's very, well, it is extraordinarily Japanese and, and 
quirky, or it's from a school of Japanese design. I think mm-hmm. that might be more accurate. It's it's very quirky, very colorful, incredible music. Uh, really wonderful. Greg, were you a Katamari guy back oh in the day? Oh my God, was yeah. I a Katamari guy? Well, oh, guess what? You. Katamari Damasi is back in Katamari Damasi re-roll. First off, thank you for this delicious iced coffee. No problem. Second off, good Lord, are you playing it yet? I have it on my Switch. I have not started it. I went to the Grizz route first. They nailed it. Yeah, yeah. Is it it, is, so, what's the deal? Is it the first game again? It's HD Katamari with some quality of life changes. It's ba, great. Ba, ba, yeah, it's like, ba, hey, ba, look, ba, we're all nice. Ba, we're all ba, nice, ba, and ba. Yeah, we got some cutscenes here, all nice and widescreen. But pretty much, it's the Katamari you remember for people that have never experienced. King of the Cosmos, this. there. Yeah, King Hoo-wee! of the Cosmos still doesn't like you. Still got a dysfunctional cosmic family going on. Still got to put the stars in the sky. Still got some of the best weird kind of down tempo jazz weird yeah. musicness. Looks. Stellar in HD. Katamari, a game about rolling up tiny things with a ball. You're a little die. You're rolling a ball. Everything sticks to it. You're rolling it's a stuff brilliant up. Brilliant game. And it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. So you start out like rolling up like thumbtacks and little like like board game pieces. Mm-hmm. And eventually you've you're rolling up towns. No, you've never played Katamari. Oh yeah. fuck. You gotta play this. Yeah, it's kind of like got the mechanics of like a puzzle game, a racing game, and a creative game, all kind of rolled into one. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's it's the kind of game that just about anybody can enjoy. Uh, it's very easy to understand. Uh, you just you can roll up anything that's smaller than you, and anything bigger than you knocks stuff off what you're rolling. So hmm. as you grow, though, the stuff that used to screw you up. Now you, you can pick it, it up. Yeah, yeah. So you start eventually you're starting out with like I'm a centimeter tall and eventually you're literally rolling up cities. Yeah. And Got from on. that like and you just build up. Greg, please yeah. continue on that. No, you're crushing it. I mean, that's what Katamari is. How does it look? Katamari was always a very polygonal game, yeah. but it was pretty for what it was at the time. Does it how's it look on Switch so now? So what what they did was they did a nice clean up-res. They did not okay. endeavor to like make it all super textury or anything. It's still very like garage shaded. It just looks clean and pretty and HD. Okay. Garage uh, shaded? Garage shaded. Um like uh, like Mario 64 garage shading is the instead of putting a texture on something Sometimes you just use a color pattern on it. So there's hmm. some textures, and the textures look really sharp. But often they'll just go for a nice, like, like primary or, or a nice, like, just kind of, oh, okay, this is just one color with a little dithering to give you'll you get a like sense a, you'll of. You'll get, like, that light green, but then a dark green yeah, around yeah, yeah. on it. Cool. Yeah, it's never heard of that really smart art design on it. Jack and knows everything. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, I love it. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a superb introduction for people who've never played. I, the controls work great. Did they, correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't there a weird rollout about this? I saw somebody bitching about online. Isn't it like it was retail first and then digital this week? Does that make sense? I don't know. I bought my copy from uh, GameStop. They okay. had a uh, they had a physical copy. This is a game I wanted a physical copy of. So Understandable. No, I'm not knocking it. Yeah. Yeah. I just so want I this know. game to get in everybody's hands is what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I don't know. But this and it's also it's a discount, discount budget game. Uh, and yeah, actually, I think it's in uh, my cartridges out there. I either. said I want to jump into the store, so it doesn't matter. Oh, Don't let me stop store. you. Are you going to be that way? I'm cross-examining you. Look at you cross-examining me. I believe it's 30 uh, right oh, nice. now. I believe that's the price. Well it's worth it. Katamari is a fantastic game. Tim, you yeah. need to play this. Okay. I think it's thirty. I don't want any of your BS, Tim. Yeah, Tim, I'd be shocked if you don't like it. And it's a very self-contained game. It's a great like I'm done playing Smash and I want to do something else for a while game. Mm. Because it's another bit you can play it in like like seven minute bursts too if you want to. Hmm. That's another nice thing about it. How long is it overall? Uh, I don't know. I haven't finished it yet. Mm -hmm. Um, But if it's anything like the original, it's not especially long. Cool. Yeah. All right. And that's something I'd like to pop into real quick, if I may. Katamari is amazing. Everybody buy Katamari. It is thirty dollars. You're correct. Mm -hmm. Grizz. Yes. 
that was my thing is I just feel like it's too long for what it is too. Mm. You know what I mean? We're talking about it where I felt like when we were talking about uh, last night, Jen and I, and we're just going back and forth and I'm like, I get what this is. It's about the lens. It wants to experience this. Yada, yada, yada. I felt infinitely more out of the 45 minutes with Florence than I did with the two hours of Grizz. Right. Mm-hmm. And even journey, which I think was also two hours period. Right. Two like hours that. And that yeah. was like the right ramping to it. Whereas this one just doesn't seem to ramp ah. Grizz. No, thank you. Sorry, that was my. No, moment. no, I think that's great. I'm glad to put them. It's also a game you can play with your kids. That's another thing. Cool. Like, there's no violence. There's a, it's just very, very mm, fun and weird mm. and wonderful. And man, the music alone is is worth the game. The music's great. Cool. If I wanted violence, though, Greg. Yeah. Hades. Ooh. Oh, sorry. I was watching the trailer here for Santa Tracker on the Switch. One ninety nine. I saw this. <laughs> I can't Christmas tell. Sounds like a cool Greg game. I can't tell if it's a game or if it's literally just an app that tracks Santa. Because the thing says, "Where is Santa?" Countdown News Santa blog. Do you ever? And listen? there it is. Destination North Pole. I don't. Yeah. I think it might just be a, a bad app. Do you ever tra- do you ever track Santa on the uh, on the uh, internet when he's flying around on Christmas Eve? No, I back in the day I used to watch the news and the yeah. Weather Channel where they track Santa for right. me, but I was never into the Santa tracking business. I in, keep up every year on the internet. Yeah? I wonder where he is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't trust him. It's understandable. Yeah, you're like I'm the only bearded you know, fat no, guy in this oh, house. Oh, you know, oh. I can't I can't be cynical about Santa. I love Santa so much. I I. I believe in Santa, and I totally am not suspicious of him. I just want to know when he's getting to my house. See, now it sounds like you're trying to throw him off the trail. Uh, Hades, mm-hmm. super yeah. giant. That's right, everybody. Sorry, that I played a PC game. Wow. Oh, oh. You play, yeah, I walked in there today. Oh, walked in, and you were playing ah, a game. And of course, on I started. It's on the wrong monitor. I Google how to do that. Yeah. I window it. I pull it up. Then yeah. it's running like shit because I'm on a Surface Book. God, why do people fucking do this themselves? Played Hades. You know what? When my graphics card gets here, don't even start with it's me. You play turn so code. well. This Jared Petty. I'm ordering a PC because everything's amazing. I'm a big old nerd. Gets it. Graphics card dead. Yep. That's what you deserve. <laughs> That's what you deserve. You, deserve. <laughs> you fucking. That's nerd. why Santa's <laughs> skipping your ass. You <laughs> dork. My graphics card no, arrived broken. I I love Supergiant. Uh, they are amazing. Of course, Bastion, uh, Transistor, uh, Pyre, more yeah. most recently. And I'll follow them to the ends of the earth. Like, I love everything they do. You know what I mean? Pyre, I didn't really, I did demos of, and I was like, I don't know if this is really for me, so I never really gave it up. Would a you shot. follow them to the depths of hell, Greg? I would. That's PC yeah. gaming. Ah! So, yeah, I downloaded the Epic Game Store. Pit? Downloaded the Epic Game Store, yeah. Uh, went in, got uh, Hades, and played a bit of it today. Like yeah. y- What you guys saw was pretty... I did like a 30-minute, basically, demo so I could come in and do it. But I'll tell you right now, that game's fucking awesome. Yeah. And when that is finally released, hopefully on a console, I will be all over that because that is a Greg Miller-ass roguelike. Mm-hmm. Or roguelike. Yeah, and this is the Escape from Hell game, right? Uh, right. Yeah. So it's, yeah, you're the prince or whatever of hell and you, like, you want, or you're trying to get out and so you go, go, and you're, you know, it's, it's very, it, it plays, at, I think when you look at it, it definitely looks in plays like transistor slash bastion yeah. and you i can see a lot of bastion in the move set of what's sure. going on mm-hmm. already and you're fighting enemies that i think have a lot a, a visual aesthetic to them that remind me a lot of the it looks super rad oh I, yeah I, totally. I, to me looking at the trailer from game awards it looks like a mix of dead cells with bastion yeah yeah and that yeah that's what people have been saying right like it's it's that meets bastion's diablo meets bastion mm. it's uh you know all sorts of anything you know, rogue games right and there have there have been escape from hell games before people sure. have visited this but super giant was made of course game like this and so like <laughs> for me i'm playing it and i'm doing like because the the right now it's no bells and whistles it's early access or whatever they're calling it uh 
I dropped in. There was no, I, I don't know if I skipped it, maybe by accident, but there was no intro cinematic. It was just drop in. All right, cool. I'm doing stuff. I'm fighting things. This is cool. This is cool. Got hit, died, right? And as we know from the trailer, then you go into that pool of blood and come out and you start in Hades, in the palace, basically, that you're in again. Yeah. So you come back in and you start talking. Now I'm talking to people and they're like, oh, hey, oh, oh, you're back. Oh, you got killed out there? Yeah. And you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. You go in there. Your dad gives you shit. You're like, oh, you're still trying to get to the surface, huh? You're not going to do it. Stop trying. You're like, oh, fuck you, dad. <laughs> not fuck, fuck you, dad. <laughs> not fuck you. Cerberus is there. <laughs> right? Mermaid storyline. I love it. But like, then I went into my room and, th- and that's where it's like, oh, I get it. Where it's like, okay, cool. I've earned the, the stuff I had earned out there in my battles, the purple currency. I can now apply to have more health, more more this, more that, and I'm like, do you like, have a Guar poster in your room? No, 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 because <laughs> it's not. It's not that. It's it's a funny, well-written game, but <laughs> yeah. it's not like leaning into that right. side. I'm I like, know. Nah. I, was just, I was imagining if the Prince of Hell had sure. his own teenage angst room, there would be a Guar poster. No. I just watched Empire Records last week. <laughs> <laughs> what a fun! We want to party with you, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> okay. God, Empire Records is a great movie. Uh, but anyways, yeah, you. I, that's where it was like I lit up. I'm just like, oh, it's it's like what I loved about Rogue Legacy okay. from Super John. In a be- exactly, oh, and then it is like you know I was fooling around, and there's another shrine you go to that has like oh these are once you find things I'm like oh this is gonna be like Bastion where I can I can amplify the gameplay and make it harder make it easier kind of thing like, nice. oh fuck yes and jumped right back in and jump back in and there was a gift from Zeus there you take it Zeus talks to you and it's it's again not over the top comedic but it is like. Yeah, your dad's always been a you know a problem. Like here's you know we want you to come out, we want you to, get, and so it's like oh fuck, and like I ran into Athena on the run before that that gave me another thing, and it, you know you do it, and just like the trailer, it says like, do you want to amplify this power? Do you want to do dash better? Do you want to have nice. stronger attacks? And it's like, is Persephone running yes. around at all? Not what I saw, but I would definitely think so. Yeah, based maybe on she's only there half the time. Maybe yeah, like that's actually the only fun. Yeah, there we go. Uh, yeah, so yeah, totally. I'm so it looks great on board. I hope it comes to console soon. Awesome. Jared. Yes, sir. Fantasy Star. Fantasy Star, indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, long ago, on the Sega Master System, Greg Miller's 8-bit console of choice. That's right. That's right. Ghost House, what up? Long ago, in the age of Dragon Quest, a little plucky company called Sega created their own top-down RPG slash 3D Force Perspective RPG on an 8-bit console. And guess what? It was light years ahead of its time. It was more beautiful. It had extraordinary music, a deep plot, a strong female protagonist, surprising twists and turns, a really spectacular ending, and no one played it because it was on the Sega Master System. Boo, everybody. <laughs> Fuck your duck hunt. What about you, Greg? Did Mario sucks. No. No, I did not. <laughs> when I, I talked to him, Jared asked me about it. I'm like, no, dude, I had no older brother. I was out there. It's like, oh, Double Dragon. I like Ghostbusters. I like Ghost House. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> I remember I was an RPG fan because I had a computer background as a kid. And in 1987, I remember standing in a Montgomery Ward watching the 3D dungeons of Fantasy Star in the incredible, like, the, this game has great monster animation because the Master System was technically superior to the NES. It could make prettier graphics, and lord, they look pretty. It was a really glorious RPG for its time, and I was just like, I want that. I want it so bad, but I was poor and a child and did not get it, and I got an NES eventually instead. Sidebar, the game's been reissued several times then, so why should we care? Because this, ladies and gentlemen, is part of my favorite thing in the whole wide world, the Sega Ages Collection on Nintendo Switch. One of your favorite thing in the whole world. Yes, because the Sega Ages Collection Nintendo Switch, created by M2, the finest emulation house in all of Japan, doesn't just release lazy ports or emulations of old games. 
as they did already this year with Sonic the Hedgehog and Lightning Force. Yes. They have released the definitive version of Fantasy Star. What makes it definitive? I'll tell you, my friend. One, they rebalanced the entire game because that game is hard. Hmm. So they made it far less grindy and gave you much more experience per battle. Now, instead of wandering around fighting every five steps, as you did in the original, because that was the design standard for the day, you can get around to the story much more quickly and yet still accelerate your experience appropriately. It's the let's go of Fantasy Star. Exactly. Yep, and it makes the game much, frankly, more fun. Mm -hmm. Second, they added in the FM synthesis sound that never made its way to the United States version where we had the crappy PCM sound that... Now it sounds all rich and wonderful and really, really cool. But of course, there's switches to turn all this stuff on and off. You know, and then... Sega to step back real quick. Yeah. To, to be clear, Sega Ages is a line of Sega games that they're releasing only on Switch. Right now, I've only seen Sega Ages on Switch. And the Sega Genesis collection, which also came out this week on Switch, Totally different, totally not made by M2. That's trash. That's entirely, it's not trash. Okay. But it's very different. Okay. It's very, very different. The level of quality and love that goes into, Sega Ages is an old series. And actually, when I said only on Switch, let's be clear, Sega Ages has been around for years in disc format. Ages is Sega Max. Yeah, they're a long, long time they've been in Sega Ages. And Sega Ages sucked at the beginning, and then they handed it to M2, and then it got real, real good. And now they've released this kind of a boutique line on Switch, and it's just so perfect. They add features that make the games better, like I said, the rebalancing, but more importantly, this game has 3D dungeons. What do you not want to do in an old 8-bit game? Get out that graph paper, because you had to do that back in the day. Auto-mapping added in on a 25-year-old video game. There's like, no, nah, we're just going to, or 30-year-old video game. What, okay, do, what are you saying? In old days, for, uh, I'll take this Please. In the old days, maps, they, they didn't include those in any way, shape, or form in video games. Yeah. So people would bust out graph paper and have to draw yeah, the okay. map and do whatever. He's saying the game now does that automatically. It mm, does make Like it, a mm. modern game would. Like if you're Got playing okay. a game with a dungeon, like a modern game would like map right? it for you, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That wasn't in the old game. They just added it in. It's there now. Makes the game more playable, more fun, more accessible. So should you play Fantasy Star? Friends, it's good. It's an 8-bit RPG with a neat story. It's about science fiction and outer space and a big mystery and terrorism. And it's surprisingly bleak and dark and murderous. And I recommend it. Why is fantasy spelled with a PH? Uh, Because I imagine that's easier to trademark. Also, while Fantasy Star 1, very good, good, everyone go buy this so that they will release Fantasy Star 2 and 4, which are the two real gems of the collection. Mm. One is excellent. But two and four with the same treatment would be stellar. Hmm. Uh, and I hope that they get... And please buy all three Sega Ages games because they're selling them for the least amount of the money they can and make that kind of work feasible. And the difference between getting like a crappy dump of a bunch of old ROMs or a loving remake that makes old games accessible to new audiences, you got to decide which of these you want to buy. And I'm, I'm in the loving remake camp. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? I don't know. I talked uh, about this. I'm with you. Yeah. I, want, yeah, I want way more of that. Um, I... I didn't play the Sonic one that they did, but mm-hmm. I hear that it, they made some changes that weren't so great. Oh, who told you that? Uh, the, just when I was looking on Reset Era. Fools. About it. Fools. Because they, they, they added the drop dash from Mania. Yeah, but, again, the but they make bit. it switchable. I mean, that's it's all there to be turned on and off, but they they don't break the game. They're, they're giving you... They're trying to make the games more accessible to people that haven't played them before or that played later versions and want to go back to them. But it didn't have widescreen or something. There's like a bunch of like weird things where it's like it's not the ultimate version of Sonic. Oh, I would disagree with that. I think I think the Sonic collection and Sega Ages is the best version of Sonic I've ever seen. 
The no, iOS Sonic. one. Mm. Without the fact that it's on iOS. It's widescreen. It's well, yeah, but better. that's... Okay, so that's... Now we're getting in a place where we're turning from emulation to porting. Hmm. Once you take an old game and you widescreen it, you're changing the game fundamentally. Uh, because, And that's not just about it being more difficult. That's it changes how the game plays. The reason that the Master System Sonic games, for example, all suck is not because they're not competently designed in terms of being pretty or Sonic is fast. Or it's because... You, you mean Genesis? No, I'm talking about the Master System Sonic games. I don't um, remember this one. Yeah, so there were ports of Sonic to Master System. Oh, backwards. Uh, yeah. Backwards. Okay, my apologies. I didn't know this. No, no, my apologies. Yeah, sorry, I want to be clear about this. But those games suck. They don't suck because the, the Master System couldn't handle it. They suck because there's not enough screen real estate to have a they're a really well-realized Sonic and see what's coming. Mm -hmm. And so the game's not designed around the limitations of the system, and you can't see where you're going, and you miss a lot, and you run into things a lot. You have that 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 blindfall problem that you have in Sonic, but even more yeah. uh, than you do on Genesis. If you widescreen a game, you can break it very quickly. It's kind of like when you were talking about Pokemon and when you go into that first dungeon. Yeah, for sure. And suddenly it's just not what it was. M2 is about recreating the experience in a more accessible way, but not about recreating the experience in a way that's going to shatter what the game was. And I do think widescreening. I need to give this that. a give it a shot because I I stand by the widescreen Sonic One on iOS is the best version of Sonic I've ever played, and I've played many versions of it. Okay, so it's like I want to give I'm gonna I'm gonna make a note right now. I want I'm you to go back here, start fooling around in the menus, tweak it to how you like yeah. it. but I think it's a definitive version of the game. Okay, can you play Arcade Sonic on that? I ask you. Arcade Sonic? Yeah. On the iOS version? The iOS version is just Sonic 1. Well, that, No, no. I'm talking about Sonic 1's arcade port, which is located in the uh, no, definitive you, you version. No, you cannot do that. I'm sorry, friend. <laughs> yes. Which Sonic had uh, the San Francisco level in it? Sonic Adventure 2. That's the best one. Featuring the classic track, Escape from the City. Ah, Sonic Adventure 2. Can you escape from the city, Sonic? I'm impressed that you know the song, Run really right? fast. Get that ring. <laughs> Jerry, let's keep the good times going. Uh, yeah. The NES Online added new games for December. What'd they add? What uh, are your thoughts? Very exciting. Yeah, again, it's a Switch-tastic week. We talked Hell about yeah, Smash. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then we went to Katamari. Yeah, we did. Grizz. Then we popped in here to, to Grizz. We talked about Fantasy Star. Mm -hmm. I'm playing more Switch here. Hey, the NES dropped. That's it. If you got the Nintendo mm -hmm. Online service, new NES games are there. Mm -hmm. Three new full games plus two special surprises. Let's talk about the special surprises first. Mm -hmm. So they've been dropping these special edition games. You played any of these yet? Like the Zelda SE? I, I haven't played it. I know what it is. Okay, well, they dropped two this month. One of those is Dr. Mario at the moment right before the secret cutscene. Did you know Dr. Mario had a secret cutscene that reveals like dark, sinister elements of the plot? Very, very hard to get <laughs> to. Tell. Unless you're really, really good at Dr. Mario, you can't see this cutscene. So they just drop you in right before it. Okay, so you just have to beat the one level. And you just have to beat the one level, and you can watch the cutscene. I won't spoil what it is. Oh, my God, that's All exciting. Right? Second, they dropped a special edition in, in honor of Smash Brothers. It's Metroid, and you're standing outside the door of Ridley's room in the original oh, cool. Metroid with the weapons you need to fight Ridley, and you just go do the Ridley boss fight. That's cool. Yeah. It's just right there. It's like, That's, hey, go fight Ridley. Both of those seem like better uses of the SP versions of, of games than we've seen so far. Because they did one for, for Gradius, right? And they mm -hmm. did one for, for Zelda. And I was like, what's the point of this? Like, this seems kind of useless. Well, Gradius's was to make Gradius playable. Uh, because Gradius, <laughs> unless you're a god, is really, really hard to beat. And Zelda was for people that didn't have the patience to do the... 
Zelda SPF actually dumps you about where I am in the game before I enter the first dungeon. Because mm. uh, I obsessively collect things for like the first 90 yeah, minutes yeah, yeah. I play the game. And it's like, we'll just take that out. Yeah. Go mm. on in. BLP. They should release a Smash Ultimate SP with the characters unlocked. That sounds very good to me. <laughs> but then we have three NES games, and we'll go in order of goodness mm-hmm. uh, from the bottom to the top. Start first, at the crap. We're going to start with crap, which, well, Warriors Woods isn't crap, but who cares? It's Wario's Woods. It's a drop puzzler from the late ni- or from the early '90s. It's a very, very, very late NES game. It's technically impressive and it's not particularly fun. Got it. So fine. It's free. I don't care. It's Wario's Woods. If you like it, go play it. It is unique. It's about using bombs to blow up stacks. Uh, then ascending up, Adventures of Lolo mm. from HAL Laboratories from the people who brought you Kirby. Kirby. Another Kirby. game. Super Smash Brothers. Another game about little round ball people, mm-hmm. not called Kirby. And uh, Lolo. you're playing Lolo? No, I didn't. You're playing Lolo? Nope. You know what it is? No. Top down puzzle or action puzzler. You're Lolo. You're in little rooms. You're a little waddly guy. You pick up items. You're trying to get to the key to open the <laughs> lock to the next chest. You have to kind of figure out the room and how to get through it. The puzzles get harder. Some of it is a dexterity test. Some of it is a logic test. There's a button to kill yourself and start over the room if you get stuck. It's one of those games. Hmm. So. I like Lolo. I think it's a, it's a nonviolent, interesting brain teaser of a game that progressively goes from, hey, a kid can totally figure this out, to, good lord, you have to be a chess master to solve this. Gotcha, mm. okay. Uh, and then, I, and it's a HAL game and therefore good, because HAL just makes good games. Um, and then, top tier, of course. Ninja. Ninja Gaiden! Speaking of the wizard. Yeah, you the, let's go, the, That guy, that's the same scene that has a, the, yeah. The, the, yeah, it's like, Ninja Gaiden! Yeah, he's standing there in the background. Anyway, uh, Ninja Gaiden, uh, the inspiration, the spiritual inspiration for The Messenger, Mm -hmm. award-winning The Messenger. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ninja Gaiden, you play it back in the day? I did not. You play it back in the day? I mean, I was a Sega kid, but I've tinkered. Okay. Ninja Gaiden, very hard. Starts easy. Very hard. Starts easy, gets real hard. So let me me rephrase it. I've played it. Yeah. Never beat it. But Never came close. Now, my friend, you have save states. Mm-hmm. And you can actually see the end of Ninja Gaiden because the final three stages of Ninja Gaiden, particularly the final two stages, are beyond murders. And they're, they're just evil. It's just evil, evil, evil. But with save states and a lot of practice, you will eventually see the end of Ninja Gaiden and enjoy one of the best Twitch 2D platformers of its era. Mm. Uh, so that's a great drop right there. And the last game I want to talk about today, Jared, is Twinkle Star Sprites. Talked about this a little on you did, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am completely unfamiliar, but I'm happy that just happened. Well, yeah. during the showcase, you flipped out about <laughs> I, a game, uh, Rival Mega Gun, right? We showed Rival Mega Gun, and you're like, it. I a star. I was like, What the fuck's wrong with you, Jared? <laughs> so, we're sitting in the back room Saturday, I'd never seen Rival Mega Gun. It pops up at the screen, and I'm shouting at the television, It's Twinkle Star Sprites over and over. I was very excited. Little did I know, Twinkle Star Sprites dropped on the Switch a few days later. It's a Neo Geo game from back in the day. Really simple, beautiful premise. Split screen, two players. Because you you don't want to play this game one player. Don't play this game one player. It's a two-player game. It combines the best attributes of a shmup, a puzzle game, and a fighting game. This sounds like a lot. Nope, it's very little. (laughs) You play it with one stick and two buttons. One button fires your shot, the other shoots a bomb. You're each being attacked by standard like shmup enemies, right? The more you blow them up and the more you combo blow them up, the more you send new enemies to the opponent's side of the screen. 
to screw them up faster and faster and faster. But if you're good enough, you can bounce your opponent's enemies that they sent to you back to their side of the screen. And you're just bouncing crap back and forth until one of you loses. And that's it. And then you restart and you go again. It's so good and it's perfect for Switch. How much was it? Uh, Eight bucks, I think. Eight dollars. Yeah, it's it's one of the uh, Arcade Archives games. Twinkle Star Sprites. Absolutely worth your money. Beautiful. Your little witch on a like broomstick. It's all cute and adorable and 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 great great music, great Neo Geo bright color graphics. And but awesome. yeah, this this would be like a good one around the office to just sit in the back room and like screw with each other. Yeah. And it it's very simple. The controls you can learn in like a minute. But if you're good at it, it's kind of got that windjammersy thing where like gotcha. if you're really good, gotcha. you can totally, totally bury people. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that's exciting stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the two hundredth episode. Of kind of funny games cast thank you very much for joining us we will return next week with episode 201 because that's how numbers work and we'll talk right about the showcase and we're going to talk about the behind the scenes of the showcase uh love you guys very much we'll see you tomorrow on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games if you're watching live uh with the morning show but if they're watching live they're going to see us here in the post show yeah, that you can get at patreon.com slash kind of funny games it's true it's time you for the post show can, you can get it later people too patreon bye